0: Here.
1: I'm Shannon.
0: And I'm here with Shannon and we are in beautiful are we? Utah. I don't know where we at. No, we were in Utah. We're in Colorado now. Okay, by the time this comes out, we'll be in Colorado. But right now, um, right now we're in Utah as and, we record this. Yes.
1: And just a quick announcement. This is our last episode of season two. Season three will be back in August. Yes. So
0: what time in August? I think it'll be like the middle of August, right? Yeah. Or beginning. Probably the middle of August is when that actually will happen.
1: Yeah, season three will be out.
0: Yeah. And um, hey, listen, I know last week's podcast, um S- I think it was last week's horrible. Um it didn't sound great. We were trying a new system with recording when um, we have guests on and they're, you know, in other parts of the country on Zoom. We tried a new system and it works great, but we recognize that we need to change our audio. So sorry about that.
1: Rookie mistake.
0: That was Shan's fault. Oh, fall. my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Throw me under the bus. So, um, one thing that we always do on this podcast is we always promise to be open and honest. And I'm going to be open and honest. Like, it's been a little bit of a rough season. Like, mm. maybe I'm getting close to 50 and I'm going to go through a midlife crisis. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just...
1: Are you going to buy a Corvette?
0: Well, I'm reading this book called Resilience by John Eldridge. And I think it's a great book. And I think, honestly, if a uh, man, woman, anybody um, should pick it up and read it. Um, but... You know, in it he talks about this longing for things to be good again, mm. and it's not like things aren't good, like with Shan and I overall, if we sit back and we look at things like life is good, like we are blessed, we have a a roof with wheels overhead <laughs> <laughs> in the marriage lab, like we are blessed, and ultimately God is enough, period, like full stop but um, but
1: but because we desire some more some things in other areas isn't. Bad either. It's not wrong to have desire. No,
0: but I think it's like, what are we thirsty for? And like, what does our current emotional state tell us about what we're trusting in? Like, you know, it's also maybe even relates to your marriage, right? What is your current emotional state in your marriage? And that should tell you what you're trusting in. Because if you are overwhelmed and anxious about your marriage, then are you trusting yourself to fix it or your spouse to fix it? Or are you trusting God? Because we, it could be difficult, it could be hard, but it shouldn't be driving us to this place of emotional exhaustion. But I know it can, I, I get it, and well, it does. There's a
1: lot of people who are exhausted because they reach out to us on social media and they're at the end of their rope. You know, they've yeah. tied a knot and they don't know how long... They can hold on for.
0: Yeah, they're they're running out of places to tie that knot. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know this. So this this longing for things to be good again, and just just and he writes because you know we went through the pandemic and just the emotional exhaustion of a lot of that, and like just the unknown and fear and just everything going on in society and culture right now um but i'm but there's this place of like ensuring that you're feeling refreshed and your reserves are being built up again yeah and um and so when i say longing for things to be good again you know i'm not saying that we're in a bad spot i'm saying i just sometimes feel tired I sometimes feel pretty because There's a lot going on ministry-wise. There's a lot of things we have to navigate being on the road. And like racing supports one of them. I don't know if you guys know, if you're listening to this, like we are supported by individuals and by churches and organizations. And so when we're having to do that, it's a lot. So if you listen to this and you love it, reach out, <laughs> uh, support, you know, even if it's a, a small $5, 10 a month donation makes a huge impact uh, in the work we do. And then you're part of actually rescuing other marriages, right? Yeah. So I don't know. How are you?
1: Uh I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> depleted is my word for the day. Isn't this encouraging? Spell it out with me. Um just trying to fill up my tank. Yeah. Um and we're finding not, ways to try I, to do that for each other. I also feel d- kind of discouraged just by um, circumstances and there's a lot of people who listen who maybe you and your spouse own your own business together or or something like that or you have a venture together. So um I don't feel like this is totally lost on people because you you understand the weight that comes along with yeah. doing something on your own and yep. Yep. feeling depleted. The cost yeah. of gas has oh sweet um, Moses has basically shifted a lot of our travels. Um, like how far we'll go and where we'll go right now because it is so expensive and it's not and and I want to say it's not out of fear it's out of, of of being like wise with the with the funds and the money that we do have like what would be the best wise choice for us to do so yeah um there's yeah. just like a lot of decisions that honestly I don't want to be making I don't feel like adulting and um I would like to Well I'll
0: give you a pass. You don't have to adult, Shannon. I will do it for you.
1: I would like a couple weeks of like eating <laughs> Pringles and watching Netflix and not doing wow. anything.
0: Wow. Okay, well we're not really watching Netflix as much anymore. No. Yeah. But
1: if I could just like if I could I hear zone what you're out saying. I know if I could lock myself in a hotel room for several days, that I've would given be good.
0: you the opportunity to fly you away wherever you want to go. <laughs> Here, what what we hear us saying is that it's important that you take time to self care to build your reserves back because maybe you're exhausted, maybe you're tired from this past season, uh, just what you're facing right now. It's okay to breathe. It's okay to ensure that you're not trying to help everyone else around you and be a mom and a or a dad, a parent, all of these or you know a spouse from an Empty tank. You can't do that. So you have to build back your reserves. You have to do things that are life giving and recognize that there's a battle going on for your heart. There's a battle going on for our lives. And so you have to ensure that you've got strong resilience I built it, in, mental resilience. I think
1: it's also good to tell our listeners that it's okay to say no to certain things. Mm-hmm. You might be asked to volunteer at your kid's school or soccer or baseball season starting. And it's like, you know that you are running on empty then and this no. wouldn't be a good season for you. Yeah. And don't do it out of a place of feeling bad. Say no if that means protecting your marriage and your spouse. Yeah. Say no. It's okay. Yeah. They will find someone else. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because here's the thing: if you're going from an empty well, if you're if you're you know no reserves and you're feeling tapped out, um, I mean that begins to impact right your life. It begins to impact your marriage in a dramatic way, right? And so as we talk about marriage, I mean, I wanted to give you talk about something today that um, is a great way to kill your marriage. And, awesome. um, and hopefully that's not your goal, um, but using it in the way that this is, this is a way that you can actually kill your marriage. And, and, and a lot of this is, is by like desiring other things other than your spouse, and like right now, because maybe you're sensing it's my spouse who's depleting me. It is my spouse who I feel we're going over the same issues, the same thing, or they're struggling with this. And we're, it's very easy for us to see all the things that they are struggling with and then say, this is the reason why I need to bail. This is the reason why I need to go. This is the reason why I feel empty. As opposed to recognizing there's probably a lot of things going on with them too, and wait, maybe they're carrying, maybe they feel depleted as well. Like, how well do you know? Are you even asking your spouse, how are you doing in this season? Are you actually studying your spouse to know what's really going on? What's happening with them that this is where they're at? And I'm just looking at what's happening to me in the midst of that. And so what begins to happen, this is kind of what I want to talk about, is that we we get caught up in this, I don't want to say fantasy or these ideas relationally that, Well, okay, if someone is more attentive to me, then I can go that way. So I'm just going to look for someone who's more attentive to me, someone who pays attention to me, someone who is there and doting over me. That's what I'm going to do. And we want to go look for that. And ultimately, like, that's not going to fix it. The other thing is like, well, okay, well, then maybe I'll go find someone who's, who's not as needy or not critical with me or not judging me or not complaining, whatever it may be, we go and do that. And what happens is as we begin to do that, we grow a lot of mistrust, you know, we'll actually begin to distrust one another because what we're seeing is we want to, we want something over here because we're feeling depleted and empty. And so we're thirsting for something that we should not have and won't fulfill us ultimately. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I mean, people are thirsting for things and I think they're thirsting for the wrong things and desiring other things other than their spouse. Mm -hmm. And so, I, I think as men, like when we're in that place of feeling depleted and then we start having these ideas, well, I can go this and they'll treat me this way over here or or I'll be more respected over here or this person will pay more attention to my needs. Like you're desiring something else outside of your marriage that is unhealthy, that is not good, that will not bring you satisfaction, that will still leave you thirsty and empty.
1: Well, because we have a skewed view of marriage. Marriage has been, oh my gosh, it has been watered down so much. Dr. Jordan Peterson said... If our goal in marriage is to be happy, that's a very low goal. That's a very low goal. And when he said it, I was like, huh, because he said... You will have moments of happiness, but your job in marriage is partnership. It's persever persevere perseverance. You can say it. Resilience. Yeah. It's about helping and serving and coming alongside. Yeah. He's like, and if you experience moments of yeah. happiness along that journey, yeah, then good for you. Yeah.
0: And they can and that can happen. It can even be created. But you're absolutely right. Culture and society is telling us, well, if you're not getting filled here. Go Leave. somewhere else, if you're not getting what you need here, you're not your thirst is not being quenched within your marriage in this season. It was at day one and year two and three and four, but something happened called life along the way and kids and business and life, and you grow <clears throat> you grew disconnected and now you complain about what you're complicit in actually creating in mm, your life, yeah, so you're complaining about what you're complicit in creating, and then you turn on the t v and it does nothing for you. You look at ads, you look at society because they're painting this picture of culture telling you if you're not happy here, if you're no longer feeling satisfied, then go, go. get this go for this and it's not just another person it's telling you go drink, go to pornography, go to right um binge on t v yeah. go well, to overeat, maybe an open whatever it is. maybe an open marriage would be good to oh, sweet, that'll Moses. help our marriage no it's can
1: it, i can I ask you a question though why is it that we that this um it that that they seem to the world only seems to apply this to marriage. That if you're not happy, then you should go. We raised two children, and let me tell you, because there the are,
0: culture has told us that marriage is supposed to make you happy and fulfill it, all these it is, needs and but longings. But it is still a
1: relationship like every Correct. other. So when my children don't make me happy, and there have been thousands of leave moments, them. leave them. So I divorce my children. <laughs> I get rid of them. I leave them.
0: No, you would. That's true. You would never think that. We're like, oh my, we'll uh, my s- kids are irritating. I have no more left in my tank for my kids. But we're willing so I'm to done.
1: suffer, and we're willing to persevere, and we're, re- and we're willing to grow that resilience with our family. But when it comes to our marriage, we've been indoctrinated with this crap Yeah, that says if it's too tough, if it's too hard, and if they're not pulling their weight and it's not 50-50, yeah. then you should leave. Well,
0: because we, we do. You already said it. We devalue marriage. Well, and we said it before in the podcast that marriage is a context from which strong societies are built and yes, foundations are built. The bedrock. You want a strong family. In a strong society, then you start with marriage. marriage. And when it gets difficult, you don't buck and run. Like every time we talk with a couple who is getting a divorce – Right, And they don't want anything to do with their spouse anymore. I'm going to fight for my kids. I'm going to fight for them. I want a relationship with them. Like you've already destroyed and impacted that relationship by the divorce. And I'm already telling you right now, I know there's people who have gotten divorced for various reasons. And there's a lot of grace. And, and we understand that there's certain reasons why um, maybe there was abuse. Maybe there was you know um, consistent infidelity. I get it. I hear you. But outside of that, we have too many couples say, like, oh, we just fell out of love, or you know, we just, you know, we just don't get along anymore, yeah. but I'm going to fight for my kids. Well, why would not you fight for your marriage? <laughs> because again- Well,
1: because we've, we've, gr- we've grown in contempt, and we, and we don't know what it is to persevere, and we don't know what resilience really looks No, but looks society
0: like. is telling us, like, go get something else then. Go. Something else always has to satisfy us. And in Jeremiah, there's a scripture that says that they were. Um, oh gosh, how does it go? That they were, they were pouring out of cracked cisterns. Yes. In other words, yes, their jars were broken, and they were trying to fill it with things, but it kept leaking. The thing is, like you want your marriage to be restored, but you've got these cracks in it because you're trying to find answers and satisfy longings and desires and build your reserves in such a way that's unhealthy by going other places, looking at other things, um, desiring other people. Um, social media becomes like your partner instead of your actual partner in can front we, of you. Can we
1: just say what we're both thinking? So
0: wait, I'm just, okay. hold on. I'm, my thought is like... <laughs> So you want things to be good again, but yet you're, you're pouring what you hope is going to be good into a cracked cistern, a cracked jar. So you've got to seal that up. like You've got to get back to, right, to pursuing, to loving, to serving, to making your marriage priority and, and, or God a priority than your marriage and not saying, well, in the back of my mind, if they don't do this or if they do this or if this doesn't change, then I'm gone. That shouldn't be an option. That yeah. should not be an option right now.
1: Yeah, but let's just say what we're both thinking.
0: What am I thinking?
1: I don't know. But well, you
0: said I'm, we're both thinking it, so I'm, I I think that we are. Okay. But
1: uh, the 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 crux of marriages growing, thriving, and changing hinges on men, and I'm just gonna call it out because it is biblical. It is how God set up everything he ordained men to be the head of the household. Yeah. And I have seen, and I am coaching so many women who are married to men yeah. Yeah. who do not lead in their home. They yeah. do not know how, and they are not willing yeah. to learn or yeah. humble themselves to grow no, I in think, that area. Listen,
0: there's going to be a lot of people who push back and listen to this podcast and don't like that saying, yeah, but she, and she's got this and she's got that. No. I'm not saying there's not anything going on there like we each own our own stuff. We all have We have, have to stuff. work on our things. And the problem is when you begin to look at your spouse in such a way of all the things that, oh, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go do this because they're they're doing this and they're manipulative and they're controlling and they're all these lists of stuff you have, but pause and look at yourself because that is what you're responsible for, right? Mm-hmm. And the problem is that we're not willing to do that because personal responsibility is not shown in our society and our culture that you take personal responsibility for your actions. And so people won't like that when we say, men, you need to step it up. 100%. You need to step... It up. Mm -hmm. You want things to change. I have seen and I guarantee to you, if you're a man listening to this, and you begin to change and get on your knees before God, and you begin to lead your family, and you begin to love your wife sacrificially, you begin to give of yourself, to serve, to pursue, to move past like but she this, but she that, and own your stuff and begin to move towards your wife and 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 enact radical change and transformation. I can guarantee to you that your marriage will change. Your wife will begin to soften. Her walls will come down brick by brick. They mm-hmm. go up quickly, but it can come down. It can take a while. It will begin to shift and change. And guess what? What if she doesn't? What if she doesn't change? If- then you can stand there and say, I led well. I loved. I pursued. I asked my wife how I can serve her better today. I did all the things I know I am supposed to do, but I can't change her. hmm but you are responsible for you, and you can you can stand and say, "I have fought for my marriage," and that we can't control anything beyond that on both sides on both the slate. Sides, yeah. But yeah, man, you need to get up.
1: I think that you and Brad Valencia need to do a separate podcast. Well, just I think for we
0: men. need to do some for for men. I want to have uh, our good friend Jeff on here, um, who just is actually releasing another his second book, because um, mm. I think I think this is the problem that we're facing, right? Um, and Apathe- again,
1: apathetic men in our society. They, they actually have society and social media yeah. and culture has yeah. stripped men of their masculinity. masculinity.
0: Well, they're saying we want men to be gentle and soft and like, okay. That's not who God sensitive. created them to be. I, okay. But then you complain on the other hand, where have all the real men gone? Right? And so like there's this. And then at the same time, we're trying to teach our young boys to not be men. I know To be whatever they want. Mm. Or, and that's a whole other podcast to get mm. <laughs> into. Mm. Like we, we, we have to fight and we have to contend with what is going on right now in front of us. We have a very and
1: confused I'm, society. We do.
0: And I'm telling you right now that if you're in your marriage right now or in a relationship and you're desiring other things other than your spouse, if you're thirsty for change, if you're thirsty for more and you're not seeking God first, you will be unfulfilled. If you're trying to look for it somewhere else, if you're trying to look for it in what society and TV, right? Or media, social media has told you what culture is saying marriage should be and what you deserve and what's going to be better for you. They're lying to you because what's in front of you is what is better for you, is the best thing for you. That is your spouse, who you are called to love, to pursue, to lay your life down for. And when it gets tough, you fight, you believe in each other. You fight for one another, you believe the best in each other, and you keep going. Like, Shan's doing that for me right now. Like, I feel that I, not in my marriage, but like in life, I'm like, I feel a little depleted. Mm -hmm. I could go to other things that will still lead me to emptiness. Donuts? Donuts. (laughs) (laughs) I want donuts, because donuts will make me better.
1: Javi, do you you want to divulge your, your no, once-upon-a-time a time naughty habit. No. So I'm just <laughs> like,
0: I still have a decision to make. And like, and so you, so do you as you're sitting out there listening to this. Many of you have gone to something else outside of your marriage, outside of your spouse, to feel that thirst, that longing. And, we're and not you're still to, and unfulfilled. We're not, we're, but you're afraid to go yeah. in and do the work yeah. in your marriage because they stop that like you need to begin and be the change that you want to see in your spouse yeah. like begin there
1: we're we're not saying that you're you're going out and willfully sinning against your marriage they they I'm could not be they could be very simple things it could be uh, overeating it it could be overeating it could be a sh- a shopping habit it could be you spend way too much money at target which is not me no i'm just saying in general i don't like shopping we know Javier we're all aware so there's things that we go to even if it's like taking up like I'm going to start running or I'm going to start playing pickleball or whatever and then that thing just kind of takes over because now it's a great avoider it's a great avoidance from dealing with what's going on at home yeah and you know I had somebody recently share that with me she's like my spouse is, is trying to find every way to get around coming home because he doesn't want to deal with kids and a spouse and the, the the things that are broken or need to be fixed. Well, and,
0: and, and here's the thing it's it's not even avoid it's it's this feeling for guys that I don't have what it takes, I'm overwhelmed, yeah. I'm not winning there, I yeah. can't feel I can't win so there. So I wanna go somewhere where so I'm, I'm gonna So I'm to avoid it. So yeah. I want the temporary things that make me feel like I'm going to or that I can. So yeah. maybe, maybe, there's a lot more to this to unpack, um, but just hear what we're saying, it's like, <laughs> Stop looking over the fence at someone else's yard that looks greener. There's a lot of crap that you can't see, right? It's buried underneath the nice green blades of grass. <laughs> going to somewhere else is not who's more attentive is not going to help you. Going to somebody else who's you know who may need you more, not as needy, whatever it may be. Um, that just begins to build this distrust in your relationship and ultimately, desiring other things over your spouse um is is not going to bring health to you to your marriage and to future generations, to your children. And I want to end with this, like this quote, and I don't remember where I saw it, but it says, temptation is not a problem if we already did not have a desire problem. Like temptation to go to something outside or to numb what you're feeling or to not deal with what you're dealing in your marriage, like that temptation is not a problem if we already did not have a desire problem. The problem is, you have a desire for things to be better. You have a desire, and that's, I mean, well, let me rephrase that. That's not a problem, but this desire to numb, this desire to go outside of your marriage to find that answer or that fulfillment, or that desire to go to something else that would replace or numb um, is unhealthy. So if you have that desire, that's why there's a temptation to go in that direction. But if you begin to eliminate that desire and place your desire and your affection back on God and then in pursuit of your spouse, then there won't be a temptation to go beyond that. Mm -hmm. You'll be right there working on what needs to be worked on in your marriage. Mm -hmm. And so, but again, we live in a world, society, social media, everything right now that's pulling and telling us like, hey, hey. You should desire this, and you should desire that, because you deserve this. And because we have this desire problem now, we get tempted.
1: I just want to tell everybody listening, if you're in the middle of a really tough spot in your marriage, this is the greatest work you'll ever do. And and you're probably thinking right now, this sucks, Shannon. Like, it sucks right now. But I promise you, there is an other side of it, and this is the greatest work You will ever do that. You are building sacred history and sacred history is not perfect. It is, it is the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. It is all of it. It's the ups and downs. It's the happy and very sad, lonely moments, but you're building sacred history. It's something worth fighting for. Yeah. Please take to heart what we say because we truly love you, our listeners, and we truly value and love marriage and want you to thrive.
0: That's it. So we're going to end this podcast at 24 minutes and 70 seconds. Wow.
1: Why did you do that? We're going to be
0: tuning in in August. Um, We'll continue this conversation. Thank you for your support. (laughs) Thank you. Go to rate and review our podcast. Um, Continue to support and continue to um, go on. And you know what? I'm just going to say this way. Like, we actually need you to review the podcast. Cause that helps us go up in rankings yeah. and to give us a rating. Would you do us a gift? If you're not able to donate right now, that's a way that you can support us is by going on and rating and reviewing. Yes. So thank you so much. take two minutes to do that for us. We'd appreciate it. Um, if you want to donate, give, support the work that we do at 247 Marriage, links in our bio. the links in our bio, you can go to our website at 247marriage.org. We love you. We appreciate you. And remember always that in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. You get to. Have an amazing July. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support 24-7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner With Us. Until next week, remember, in marriage you don't have to, you get to.